What's going on, guys? Welcome back to From the Gamers, episode 9. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, aka Corey, aka Sexy Chocolate Man, aka Milky Bar Kid, aka I'm not the Milky Bar Kid, actually, that's a white chocolate, aka Dairy Milk, but the, the mixed race one, you know. Uh, alongside my, my, my favourite co host, Mr. Moody. How are you, Mr. Moody? Thank you for being on this week. I'll be the Milky Bike Kid. Okay, I don't perfect, mind that. Perfect. Thank you. Glad, <laughs> glad you took one for the team there. I appreciate you taking one for the team. Um, yeah, I so love good. a good Milky Bar. <sighs> milky Bars are amazing. Um, how are things, Moody? What have you been up to? Uh, very good, very good. Just uh, gone back to college for the uh, this week. First on my final term. Yeah. Do my major project and everything. Uh, starting all that. It's going to be fun, so exciting. We've not really spoke about it ever. Let's introduce Crash and then we'll get him in. Crash, how are you? That was so unenergetic. <laughs> 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 Let's get this other guy in and then we'll go back to this guy. <laughs> Chris, you not being funny. We've got to be honest. Okay. I, I've been raising your profile lately. Because okay. we all know what happens is people love to shit on me, and that's fine. That's fine because I shit on people, so that's fine. I get yeah. it. It's, it's like you, you know, you play the banter, you get you. You have to be able to take the banter. You know what I'm saying? You dish it out, you got to be able to take it. But right. I've noticed there's like a little bit of a a cult a cult following for you at the moment, where everyone's like, "Oh, it's Chris the co-host." I'm like, "Hell no!" And everyone's, <laughs> everyone's sort of waiting for the moment to come. So we just got to keep people on their toes out there. You know? What of I mean? course. So how are you? People want to know how we got how I got here this week. I mean, how did you get here this week? I promised Fix that if you let me on here, that I tell him how you get more masterworks to drop in uh, Anthem. I'm not talking to you about. And that I'm about to reveal the secret to him right now. <laughs> it's getting good. Oh, <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm, I'm, it well, is getting good. I mean, I'm never getting any more than my orange. My orange thingies will not be the. Be, I will not get any more. We'll talk about that in a little bit though. Moody, let's go back to you real quick. Um. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're at college. You went back to college this year and just studying game yeah. dev, right? Yeah, video game development. Yeah. So how are you finding it? Uh, challenging. I won't deny that. But the parts I'm really enjoying in uh, art, art and graphics and uh, animation, really enjoying that. Uh, learning. A, I do enjoy the engine, but it is very hard. Won't lie there. Uh, and 3D. I hate 3D. <laughs> 3D model and me do not get on. <laughs> uh, like I turn the 3D on, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Like we look at each other, we're just like, nah, nah. We're just, nah, we just, we don't get on. We don't get on. <laughs> but um, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I go to Gateshead College. Uh, really enjoy it. The teachers are fantastic. Uh, they've been up completely uh, accommodating for me and everything like that, especially with my age and everything. Uh, and I'm just yeah having a lot of fun bringing it on. I'm, like I say, I said off I said off recording. Um, I mentioned to my teacher, my main teacher, who I who who's pretty much the one I always talk to, mm -hmm. uh, that I will be coming back next year. I'm gonna nice. go do, do do two two years, probably three, depending on how the second year goes and everything. So, oh, that's great. Well, congratulations, obviously. Um, Thank for you. those who don't know, this is from the gamers, our weekly podcast where me and select few in the community <laughs> get to be on uh this, the show is about you guys it's not about us it's, it's strictly about you guys if you want to be on if you're listening to this right now you're at the gym or whatever if you've got a microphone and you've got a webcam it is a community-based podcast so i'm putting it out there right now we've got open spaces nobody is booked in for the rest of the month uh, and beyond that um so feel free to hit me up on twitter at mc fixer or crash at crash nick plays um i got that right right 
Yeah. Thank God. Um, and if you want to be on, if, <laughs> and if you want to be on the show, please just like I say, just hit us up. Uh, mainly me though, because Chris is, he might not be here this week. We don't know. Um, yeah. Remember, you can get the show early if you head over to patreoncom mcfixer Also, go subscribe to the YouTube channels, youtubecom mcfixer twitchtv Kreshnik. Yep, uh, and yeah. Mr. Moody, Moody is at uh, at Lives on the YouTube stuff that he does. But we'll get into all that a little bit later. You can find us on iTunes, Slacker, Google Play, and Spotify. Also, can you guys take screenshots of this uh, Google Play? I tried to find it earlier, but because I'm in the UK, I can't actually find it. So if it is there, let me know. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, and the show goes live every Wednesday on all platforms, including the video version on YouTube. We start off the show with fan emails. So let's read this one, and here we go. We actually got one this week. Congrats to us. Hey, you sexy gaming yeah. nerds. I don't see any truth in the, in the Xbox games on Switch rumor. And I am citing the fact that the triggers on the Switch are digital, and you need analog triggers for a lot of Xbox first-party games. Forza, for instance. Only work The only workaround could have xbox controlled drivers for the switch what are your opinions on xbox games on switch from matt smith uh gamertag little smitty also on steam and epic and nintendo feel free to add me well your nintendo would be your code so you lied to us there you lied to us so you better email in with the code otherwise people are gonna be upset yeah we will i'm get- mad right now <laughs> so obviously there's some rumors going around we're going to talk about in the news but we can we can sort of touch on it here um that xbox are considering um bring game pass and some of their exclusives like already in the blind forest and gears of war over to the switch and then using project x cloud to stream on there first of all before we get into the logistics of it do you think it will happen crash moody we'll start with crash what do you reckon uh, yes, I think there's a very good chance this happens. Microsoft seems to be going in the uh, software direction. I've mentioned it a bunch that I think so- Microsoft is going more software heavy as opposed to hardware. Mm-hmm. Hardware will be their side thing. If you want premium hardware, Microsoft's got you covered, but they want to put their games on as many platforms as possible. They've been doing it on PC. All their exclusives are now on PC. Um, I think it'll go to the switch i think there'll be a limit of what you can play on the switch and all that stuff which we can talk about later yeah um moody initial thoughts do you think it will happen yeah yeah definitely um i just like like everything what crash says they are going more software than anything and it just seems like phil spencer man he's he's going for it he's like he's 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 touting what he's he's going he's doing what he's touting all the time he says he wants to do this he says we want to get the get our stuff to everywhere and i think he's going for it and i think so fair play if this is true and it does happen fantastic from can't a, do can't say nothing bad about it yeah from a uh, microsoft gaming division perspective i think this makes the most sense and yes i do think it happens i think the games they've announced, not announced, but the games that are being rumoured, or in the Blind Forest, Cuphead as well, um, those games fit perfectly on the Switch. And the fact that... I know mm-hmm. I know, Phil Spencer doesn't actually like it being called the, the Netflix of games, but that's what Mike Urabara calls it, or... Um, uh, what's the Microsoft uh, CEO? Uh, I can see his fate, uh, name in my head right now. Damn it. I no idea. Um... <laughs> Air come to me. You're um, the Xbox anyway. guy, man. <laughs> um, yeah, he took over a CEO. Uh, Nassau Adela. Uh, Nassau Adela. No. It's something like that. I can't remember exactly, so I apologize for butchering the name. But, um, yeah, I, 
Game Pass is going to be Netflix for games. And the mm-hmm. only way that works is to be on as many platforms as possible. So that means literally everything. I don't see it going to PlayStation only because I think PlayStation won't want to do it. Not that Microsoft Agreed. won't want to do it. Um, do I, I don't really see logistics being a problem the way Matt says with the, the Switch. Because, yeah, I, I agree. I think that there will be drivers or a USB dongle or whatever it is. Um, First party controller. It, whatever it Nintendo's is. Nintendo's done in the past with the Wii. They had the Wii Plus or whatever yeah. controllers. Oh, like I said, and, and the Pro Controller is exactly what an Xbox controller is. Um, there's no big, big differences apart from the um, analogs in the triggers, I guess, which is like the rumble and stuff like that. But that doesn't that enhances the way you play, not changes the way you play. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think this is a done deal. Honestly, I think this is there's too many leaks coming out right now. Again, we will go through it properly later on in the show. Um, for it not to be real, uh, it would make sense on the scale band stuff where Xbox was like, Oh, you can use what we want, let us do this. And they start building that relationship. Obviously, Phil's been over in Japan a lot this year. Obviously, my beat is Xbox because I do an Xbox podcast that you should go check out, my Xbox and me. Um, so I sort of know my way around this where Nintendo is so foreign to me, as we've learned on this show pretty much. Where I'm like, Oh yeah. God! Who and now Reggie's leaving. We'll get to that. And I'm like, no, that's the only person I can <laughs> pronounce his name. God damn it! Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting one. I, I do. I personally do think it will happen. Um, I think there is a hundred percent truth in it, and I think that it would work in handheld and with a pro controller. I don't know. Agree. Would you guys? Would you reckon? The pro controller well, makes the most sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it works on everything. I think. Um... I think I don't think it would be super complicated. Like I don't think Forza would play on the Switch. I don't think that would be a game that you could play on the Switch. Oh, I think it will. I think you can play Forza you think on so? the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll get okay. it to run. I don't think it will look as good as it does on an Xbox. But I don't think you that's the it. point of this. I think I generally believe uh, that Xbox will have the best hardware out there of the the big. I'm gonna go big three, but we know Google's coming. But uh, the big three being playstation nintendo so it's like if you want your games to look the best you play over on xbox if you want um to be able to take your games on the go you can do that with project x cloud which is mobiles laptops switch um i don't know Ooyah, whatever it is like they're gonna put it everywhere and then they've yeah. got the best of both worlds which is like you're still playing our games you're still paying for our service you're still yeah. um you're still in our ecosystem and you're using it on other people's hardware. Cool. But we still have our hardware there for the people like me, Crash, Moody, that are like, well, we want to play our games in the best resolution and it to, and we own everything anyway. So it just sort of benefits yeah. gamers. The, the, the larger uh, sense of gamers who own multiple things, it just makes sense. And I think Xbox are really going to tap into that. So yeah, it should be it should be an interesting one. So we'll see what happens though. Uh what have we been playing? Obviously, we spoke about Anthem last week. We're gonna talk about Anthem again this week. I would say we probably have a review discussion ish um now the way I'm at endgame, Crush is at endgame, Moody, yeah. you are about about halfway through, I think. Just you would honest, know better than me. Just, yeah, just, oh, just yeah, a little over halfway. Just over halfway. So. Yeah. Um We'll start with you, Moody, because we've already finished it. No spoilers. Don't worry about that, everyone listening. What do you think of the game, Moody, so far? You're a huge Bioware yeah, that's... fan. Yeah, I love Bioware. And I'm not going to lie, this is probably the worst game 
but I'm still enjoying it. Okay, talk to me about that. Why is it, it the worst game? Uh, it, it doesn't have everything that a Bioware does for me personally. It's just the gameplay that really is the best thing. It is a visually beautiful game, but the right now to what I, I know, uh, you guys are very diff- uh, divisive on the story. Mm-hmm. I'm with you in the camp with we fix it. I think the story was is right now is bland. I haven't finished it, yeah. but I, I'm just like. Mm. Just snoring my head off through it. I'm just not intrigued, not intrigued at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the really only saving grace for me of this game is the gameplay and the enjoyment of having with friends. I think it's very clunky on like t- uh, load screens and all this other thing. Like, I have to go back to the, the place to get your weapons and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I feel it's a very, it's, uh, it traps you a little bit, but when you get for a lot of things, but I like to say the gameplay is it's saving grace and I'm enjoying it. Mm. That's the best that's the best thing for me personally. For me, like I said, I do think right now it's probably the the worst game, but it could it's gonna improve uh, with all the things they we're gonna be talking about later on. So Yeah, definitely. Um Crash, we'll go to you before I go on my my, my big epic rant, <coughs> I guess. Um what do you think? I know you're you're enjoying the game. Yeah. I'm probably the most uh like I, I like the game the most out of all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love that. the game. I love it. I like the story. Uh, I don't think the story is anything special. But I also went into this game. I think I went in w- into it with a different mindset than you guys. Because if all the way leading up to this game, I kept saying, game will not have a good launch. It was one of the things I kept talking about. If it has a good launch, that's great. I don't expect it to have an amazing launch. It came out, didn't have amazing launch. But I came into it expecting that. Yeah. And I think all the gripes and whatever, I look past it because of that. And but, I really do go, go ahead. Finish. I was, what I was uh, going to say is I get that you, you, you set your expectations correctly and that's amazing. And that's, that's great for you, but do you not see the problem with that of like you, maybe I'm wrong, but from the perception of things of the way I'm hearing it is like, but you're okay with it launching badly. And that's not fair. That's not no. right on a $60 game. No, I, that, 100% that's not my viewpoint Got ya. I do think that the issues are issues I don't disagree with anything you say I don't disagree with the load times I don't disagree uh, with Fort Tarsus being kind of a hassle to get around yep. I don't disagree with the certain beats of the story feeling like it's missing I don't agree with any of that all I'm talking about is from a personal point of view of I can look past all that because I came into it expecting it none of that's okay EA messed this up if I were to like if I were reviewing this game and I were to give it a score, yeah. it would get like a six or a seven. It wouldn't yeah. get something amazing because it doesn't deserve that. But on a personal enjoyment, I'd give it something higher because I do enjoy the game, even despite those flaws. It's more so what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, for me, the gameplay is came, gameplay's king right here. It is yeah. king. Is, uh, if you want to feel like Iron Man and run around a world that is beautiful, um, I think is is beautiful, but becomes very samesy very quickly, in my opinion. Um if you want to grind out gear with your buddies, this is the game for you. It is simple enough to pick up, play, and understand. I still think, I said it on last week, I'll say it on this week, of the three games um, being looter, shooter, world-building bullcrap. Um, again, we still need to come up with a proper term for these goddamn games. Um, I think a lot of people call them games for service. Game, Yeah, but everything's a game of service nowadays. But Apex you can, is a game of service, yeah, Fortnite's a game of service. I mean, more the looter shooters, they're, you're grinding up for gear, but um, of the three, this game does the best in its story. 
But the problem is, and I agree with you, Gresh, my expectations weren't, oh, I'm expecting this amazing story. But I, and I'm not a Bioware fanboy like that. So, because I didn't play uh, Mass Effect or Andromeda Art or Dragon Age. So I don't have that relationship with them like the rest of the audience or a lot of the audience does. Um, but I did expect a little bit more. And from what we got, I didn't like. The one thing I will say, and I think Haley hit the nail on the head, which was I think that I am so down this game because I played it in such disjointed ways, which was, okay, it comes out uh, for everyone on PC a week early, so I played it there for 10 hours, then I did that same 10 hours again on Xbox, then I waited for it to come out on Xbox and then finished the rest of the story. Um, which So, do you know what I mean? So, it's sort of broken up for me. But even still, yeah. I don't think it's a great... I don't think it's a amazing story i think it's an okay story which was very predictable unfortunately because you predicted it very early yeah. and um which again not your fault um and it, it just seems very half-baked it to me it feels like a case of oh we've got this game which is really good which i think again gameplay is really good world is really good even world building is really good um the story oh it's okay because we'll finish it later and I feel like they come out and got in front of it, which is, don't worry, guys, all story stuff's going to be free. All this DLC's free. Everything's... And I feel like they've sort of leant back on that now. With the... Now I understand why they did that. Because it was like, the story's pretty subpar and pretty okay and average. But don't worry, we're going to build upon it and build upon it and build upon it. Yeah. And there's characters that get left that shouldn't get left and we should know what happened to them. But I feel like if I ask someone at uh, Bioware or at EA, they'd be like, oh, we're going to build upon that. It's like... But I paid yeah. $60, £50 now. How about you give it to me now in the game? Yeah. Not in a month's time or two months' time or whenever right. it's going to come. I think this brings a bigger issue to what a game with free DLC becomes. With Division, Division only the first year is free. So you'd yeah. imagine that first year is just finishing up what the base game is, right? Kind of similar to what this is, except this Division will probably have less loose ends because they want to sell you on stuff in the future. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, I think us as gamers have to sort of like evaluate, do we like this model or do we prefer, uh, the destiny model of where we buy expansions, even though people hate paying hate money that. for additional content. Yeah, I hate that. Um, I don't think there is a middle ground because I don't think a company can afford to put in all this time and money into cinematics, voice acting, animation, all this different stuff, the coding, the more you add to it, the more janky it can be and the more stuff they have to fix and predict. And it's already kind of janky from the way we played it. Um, yeah. So I, I think you sort of have to, I don't think there's a real middle ground between this and hopefully there is, and hopefully somebody comes out and finds it, but I just can't think of one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not our job to think of one. Um, I don't know, man. I, I generally, I don't know. I Moody, I don't know what you think of, um, would you prefer the, Here's the base game. We're going to build upon it. And then you're going to get a bunch of free DLC. Um, and it's going to get better with time. Or would you prefer to have waited and got more content? I do think it's very content light. I feel like the mission types are very samey. I feel like it is. I understand these games are like that. And it's lucky the gameplay is just so much fun that I don't mind doing it over and over and over again. But I do feel like there's only like four different types of missions and then you just recycle them. It just doesn't feel very different in certain areas. What do you think from what you've played? Game the game needed another year for me. Interesting. I think it needed to be needed to go be pushed till this time next year. 
Um, ever since, like what what you said, Chris, that you went in with the right expectations. I also went in the right expectations, but only because of when you, the article dropped last year that Bioware basically throwing all their eggs in one basket under the scheme. They are literally basically crunching it, basically, from that time all the way to here again, it's done as quick as they can do it. And that just shows to me that this game poise wasn't meant to come out this time. It was poised meant to come out maybe late this year, if not beginning of next year. And <clears throat> that's just my, uh, my thoughts on that, but... Um, yeah, I feel like it's very light on content right now to what I played. Like I said, I have not finished the game yet, so mm-hmm. uh, but obviously you got going off what you guys have told me and everything like that doesn't look like I have much to expect when I do finally get finished the game. Nice. Um I have enjoyed it. I have, I won't deny that. I've probably had more fun with this than I have had with Destiny. Yeah. I won't lie, Destiny, yeah. but Destiny flowed better. It it was a lot faster and everything. This is not on the gameplay part, man. It's all depending on what gameplay you prefer. Yeah. I mean, just on how the load screens are and how the yeah. change in the weapons and everything like that and all that it was just but, flowed better. If you had that in here, I think the game points would be not getting as much hate as it is with the critics, should I say? Yeah. yeah. On that. Um, just one question, Moody. Destiny two or Destiny one? Two. Never played one. That's yeah. Okay. I mean, it, um, def- it definitely has its issues with its not being able to change load that's on the flyer. I think that is a huge mistake. Yeah. Um, not being um, able to even, see. Go on, please. Even, like, the loadout thing, I I really hope they do make it so you can go into Striders or go to a Strider and switch up your loadout at a Strider just somewhere out there where you can and Again, uh, get it's... your gear and all that stuff. Because I don't want to get a Masterwork and then have to go all the way back to the base no i just don't I, again you keep it's funny because you mentioned the striders beforehand and i was like i don't even know what these things are that you're talking about which again i knew what they are because of the story but you're like oh they could put it here and they could put, and i'm like oh yeah the game doesn't really do that does it? it doesn't have any way you can actually go to like in the world where you can be like oh yeah and i i kind of understand why because it wouldn't really make sense but then i kind of need it kind it to of... still be a game it kind of does make sense though, because the you know, Striders like... hold the javelins. They move around the javelins. They work on the javelins in the Striders. Yeah. Um. So it would it make enough sense for them to do it? I I don't I agree with you that it would make more sense for in Fort Tarsus all that you have Zoe there, yeah. whatever, whatever. Zoe, um, but yeah, they just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just need to add something because the fact of you're out doing free play, doing world events, you get a masterwork to drop. Now I have to go all the way back to Fort Tarsus. I but, think in a Stronghold, it makes sense, right? Because at the end of the Stronghold, what are you going to do? You load back to Fort Tarsus, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, and I it, think it makes sense for the story, even so. Because they're telling most of the story in Fort Tarsus, right? That's where you're you're picking up your dialogue, you're getting your cutscenes, blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. So for that, the beginning half of the game, the beginning, the, the story part of the game, let's say, and then the second half of the game is the end game grind, I, I guess. Um, for the For the first half of the game, it's a case of, cool, that makes a little bit more sense. Go back to Fort Tartus, go do your story, blah, 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 blah. And then you're changing your load up on the flyer, going into the forge, blah, blah, blah. Then you get to the second half of the game, which is the grind. And it's like, oh, this is so annoying. It's like, we have to, you have to back out to get friends in. You can't just, I can't just invite yeah. you if I'm in a game with three others. Because it loads in a fourth, even if you set it to private, which is super annoying. It just, there's quality of life fixes here that, again... We've seen yeah. Destiny. We've seen Division. We know what a, a games a service these 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 games are. Why are we still got these goddamn problems? It doesn't make yeah. sense. I kind of wish that. 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, Chris. Just that. No, I was no, going to no. say, if Division 2 does everything what we're saying better and keeps with the great, great gameplay, our players won't play Anthem anymore after that. Like, I hear what you're saying. I do. But after playing the beta of Division 2, I like Anthem's gameplay way better. That's yeah. the only problem. I haven't played that, so I haven't played that. I can't comment on it. That's no, but it's, it's more saying. of the it's same. Like, like, if you like Division yeah. 1, then you're going to love Division 2. Literally. And I love Division 1, and I enjoy Division mm. 2. But Anthem is so goddamn different in its gameplay that it... it it sort of makes me want to play it more because it's new, it's fresh. It's, it's. I like flying around the world. I like feeling like Iron Man. I like the abilities. I like the oh, I like the all of it. I like the mix of what they have there in this in its core of its gameplay, where Division is more Division. Which again, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, and I hope people don't think that I'm like putting down Division because I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna love it, I'm gonna grind it, but. Anthem's new, do you know what I mean? It's fresh. It's, yeah. There's nothing we've seen before. Even Division, we know what a cover-based, third-person uh, third cover-based shooter is. We know what that is. And it's it's a slower version of Gears of War, in a way, type thing. Um, yeah. Where Anthem is just so different. That's it's why the I think on I'm, the block. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it, I think that's the, the problem as well, where I'm, where I'm sort of like a little bit let down. I'm like, man, these, these, these things, these, they seem like simple things and I'm not a game dev and maybe they're not simple, but in my head they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I, I, I'm a hundred percent with Moody also when he said earlier that the game needed a year, I think even six months would have done the game a lot of, um, a lot, but I do think that Anthem felt kind of under pressure from both EA and then also uh, Division 2 is coming out. Um, Destiny had this whole game plan of we're yep. doing all this stuff, this stuff. So they're like, we got to get out. We got to be out there. We got to start building up the service and getting people into our game. Yeah. Um, which sucks, mm. to be fair. I think also with the hit, the backlash on Star Wars, they probably thought they needed to get this out even faster. And probably even with the backlash on Mass Effect Andromeda as well. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't, I, get, I don't think Bioware is in trouble by any extreme. I do not think that's the case. Um, it's not performing well on Twitch. I'll be honest with you. Um, none of the big streamers are playing it, which again I kind of think EA knew because you've yeah. got to be realistic. They just paid a bunch of people to play Apex, so they've cannibalized yeah. Anthem in that way. So I'm guessing that's the case of why. Um, but yeah, it's not performing well on Twitch, which. Isn't indicated to sales or anything like that, even though we get into the sales a little bit later. Um, but it's an interesting one, nonetheless. So let's get into the big one, the big topic of the show this week, which is Reggie Fizeme is retiring from Nintendo in April. Again, we alluded to it too earlier, but it's the only one, only person at Nintendo I could pronounce the damn name, so I'm really upset. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo of America, Reggie Fizeme is retiring uh, with Doug Bowser. What a replacement. Is set to replace him as president uh, of Nintendo. Officially announced the transition a couple of days ago. Um, it says this afternoon when I did the show notes, sorry. Uh, after 15 years uh, at Nintendo of America, almost 13 of which he was the president and COO, Fizeme will retire on April 15th. Uh, Nintendo of America's current SVP of sales and marketing, uh, Doug Bowser uh, will then succeed Reggie as president. Uh, Reggie went on to say this, which is it's a uh, it's a part that is filled with gratitude for the incredible, incredibly talented people I've worked with, uh, for the opportunity to represent such a wonderful brand, and most of all, to feel like a member of the world's most po uh, positive and enjoying uh, enduring gaming community. 
Um, as I look to uh, to departing in both good health and good humour, this is not game over for me. But instead, levelling up to more time with my family, uh, with my wife, family, and friends. It has been a great my great fortune to work with uh, my men, uh, work with and be mentored by Reggie of uh, blah, 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 Doug was saying and a bunch of other stuff. But this is obviously amazing. Um, this is. What the hell are you laughing at? I go, I, I miss up a couple of words. You laugh at me. This is what happens on this podcast. I never laugh at you. Folks. I'm talking. I know. I'm talking about Moody out here, boy. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't have him back. Jeez. Um, <laughs> the big one here is obviously that someone's leaving off their own records, like they're not getting fired in the gaming industry, which is yeah. what the joke I saw going around. It's someone that was obviously the top of their game for 15 years. Reggie has been the face of uh, Nintendo for us over here. Um, in the Western market, I guess. I said that correctly, right? Because sometimes I mess that up. Um, for me, it's a case of... I'm obviously, I'm black. So seeing a... a I don't know what he actually is. I don't know where he actually comes from. But there's representation up there. I know that for a matter of fact, all right? Because he sure as hell ain't got white boy hair. Let me tell you. That man would have a great afro. So it's dope. It's dope to see someone of, obviously, power and the way he was as well. He's so great with fans, it seems. Um, he was always funny. He, he, he was always trying to be funny. I never always thought he was funny, but he was always trying to be funny. He had a great sense of humour. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's a shame it's coming to an end, but um, <laughs> I hope Mr. Bowers has got the same sort of his sense of humour, which it seems like oh, he might have because that of the picture. picture. Obviously, yeah, if, you haven't hysterical. Seen the, if you haven't seen the picture, it, it, it's him... Um, at his office with a picture of him and he's got like Mario and Luigi tied up with like a cable behind him. Which uh, is like it was a GameCube controller it Okay, like. there you go. Um yeah. which was just like, okay, cool. You get this. Yeah. You get this. Again, I've not worked closely with Nintendo, but this is obviously a big deal and obviously uh, a fantastic uh accomplished by uh, accomplishment by uh Reggie. So congratulations. Uh, yeah, this one kind of uh it kind of sucks because I agree with you that I didn't always uh, get Reggie's humor and it didn't connect with me. But he put himself out there all the time. And even when it failed, it made good memes. Yes. Which I don't think he cared no. to be the meme. He loved it. He lived for it. Yeah. So it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks to see this departure. And I hope, I hope Bowser can do a, a good job. I can't believe the guy's name is Bowser. <laughs> I won't call him Doug. <laughs> Mr. Bowser. Mr. Bowser. Mr. Bowser. Yeah. Can you imagine going into a meeting with him? And just be like, hello, Mr. Bowser. And then you just look at him and be like, fuck. Really? Like, really? How did they get their new COO and president to be Bowser? There's, there's, that's just ridiculous. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Um, he but probably yeah. changed his name. I imagine. I would. Imagine. That'd be. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's going to be strange to see someone else uh, in the Nintendo Directs and out there doing the the uh the pr talks and stuff like that on the news and things of that nature but um i'm sure they're in safe hands and nintendo are in a great place right now so it's great next piece of news the uk charts anthem physical sounds are lo- physical sales are lower than uh 50% lower than mass effect andromeda oh uh, the latest video game charts for the UK are out, revealing that Electro- Electronic Arts Anthem is the best-selling game of the week. This, however, doesn't mean that the game was a success. Anthem sold around 42,000 physical copies, which is around half of what Mass Effect Andromeda managed in the same time 
period. Um, even with the rise of digital sales, Anthem has underperformed, selling fewer physical copies than Fallout 76, which was 85,000, and Destiny 2, which was 175,000. Here is the top 10 in the UK, which is Anthem at number 1, Far Cry New Dawn at number 2, FIFA uh, 19 at number 3, Red Dead Redemption 2 at number 4, Metro Exodus at number 5, Forza Horizon 4 at number 6. How does that game keep selling so well? Uh, New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe at number 7, Mario Kart 8 at Deluxe at number 8, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 at number 9, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at number 10. Where's Resident Evil? <laughs> yeah. Um, It'll come back, don't you worry. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I still need to buy it physical, actually. Obviously, this is just the UK, so doesn't mean anything, but I still had to report on it because we're a UK part. Again, it's really weird when I look at Alex. I'm like, we're a US podcast, but I'm from the UK. Like, all of our viewers <laughs> are from... It's like, it's weird. That's why I try and say dollars and pounds to the best of my ability. Obviously, this sucks that it's not selling fantastically, but this was always going to happen, right? Especially with Apex just coming out. Yeah. I, I don't think... Um, I know EA had a, a business meeting or whatever um the financial report where they're like we expect to sell this much or whatever yep. i don't think they really expected to sell that much i think they were just saying that to shareholders yeah i possibly. think they were expecting something more around this area maybe they expected it a little bit more i hope so um, yeah hopefully hopefully this wasn't too big of a surprise for them um especially after andromeda and this being another having bioware attached to it again from public perception is like yeah, I don't know. I think they they had the excuses are gone, right? Because Andromeda was always no offense to people that are working on the game, but this is what public perception was, which was Andromeda was the B team because the A team were working on the Anthem, and now the B teams mm-hmm. dropped the ball, and the A teams dropped the ball in, in sales wise and obviously reviews. The reviews yeah. are alive, um, which is a shame, um, but but definitely deserving, deserving, to be fair. yeah, definitely deserving. I, I just don't know where. The, the, even when you're number one, you're not. You're number one, and it's still bad. That's not. <clears throat> that's not a good look. It, it, yeah. With full like seventy six out of selling it, um, in the UK, obviously that is terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It is disappointing. It is disappointing. Uh, just hopefully they're able to get back on. Uh, get back on track with the content they're going to be throwing out and everything. And uh, yeah, like I say, I think people are going to still keep on playing it and everything. So. Yeah. I think they could recover from this as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely, definitely. Andromeda recovered. Andromeda recovered. It was a financial success overall. Yeah, well. As you speak, I think this needs to be more than a financial success. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't hit the numbers they wanted to hit, that they expected it to hit. I can appreciate that, but it was a financial success by the end of it. Which is nuts. Well, speaking of content, Anthem's 90-day post-launch plans have been revealed. Uh, in a blog post by Bioware, Chad Robinson, head of live services on Anthem, uh, shared his short-term vision for the game with a first-look 90-days roadmap of what the live service team has planned. There you go, Moody, live service. Um, Anthem, February 2019. Free play new events, uh, the Outlaw out- out- Outrage, uh, new event uh free play 
there be giants. New free player event, Shaper Surge. And from live service March 2019, you've got new customization, uh, new cosmetics, uh, new reward items, new missions, legendary missions, phase one, um, new free play events to be announced, uh, free play events, like I just said, there'll be giants and outlaws. Um, and then you've got Anthem live service in April. You've got the expanded progression mastery system, uh, rewards, new items, etc., etc. We're getting into the same sort of thing here, but you kind of get that there is a roadmap ahead. Um, obviously for someone like myself and Crash, we're both streaming the game and playing the game a lot. Um, this is great to see that there is a roadmap, there is something in place. Um, is there going to be enough there to keep you coming back, do you think, Crash? With, from what you've seen and what we just spoke about? Uh, for me personally, yeah. I think it's the gameplay. I think um, I plan on playing this on PC and Xbox, and oh. by the time I'm fully grinded out, there will be new content. And then there's also the case of I plan on playing Division as well. So there is that sort of... So for me, it's kind of an unfair statement because I plan on playing Division as well. Um, I have the luxury of time to do both. Some people yeah. don't. Um, and for some people, having this content dropping for this game and they like the game is also a good thing yeah. because they don't... They they aren't as far as we are no. um, or anywhere close to that. Some of them probably even having on blue gear and whatever, whatever. Uh, some people are still in green. How dare you diss them? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... I It'll keep me around for the game. Fair enough. Moody, did you like what you see? New updates, <clears throat> April, March, uh, May, new items, new missions, free play events. This is what they need to do. It's a perfect time, basically, throw this out, show us what they're going to come. Obviously, uh, finishes by May. Something comes, a certain thing happens in June, which yep. I'm pretty sure they'll just come out and say either it'll start july or something whatever their new content they'll throw out after that or something like that yep. um yeah great, great nice little roadmap for people to know what's going to come and everything if you're enjoying the game like we are like i don't know i sound like a bastard a little bit but i did it i am enjoying it the gameplay oh. is really really good and everything and i'm looking forward to seeing what what happens uh, if they fine-tune it even more that'll even it's just gravy that so. speak of the fire yeah. tuning while february is solely dedicated to the launch rollout uh troubleshooting patches fixes quality of life fixes uh improvements and small stability of free play events will kick off in march um anthems in march will introduce no new cosmetics and stuff like that they are they are fixing things which is yeah um super and cool. uh, we got like a day two patch which was weird <laughs> and they also said that the fixes and whatnot is a recurring uh update for the game so even yeah. past february and whatever uh, we'll keep getting fixes and updates which is what you'd hope for this game yep exactly exactly uh, moving on fortnite world cup and other 2019 events share 100 million dollars prize pool the upcoming Fortnite World Cup and other Fortnite events will take place across uh, 2019 with the share of $100 million pool prize. Uh, announced by Epic Games, the lead-up... Oh, I'm doing a podcast, Hayley, don't ring me. Um, the lead-up to, to the Fortnite World Cup in, in, <laughs> includes 10 weekly online open qualifications from April 13th to June 16th. Each week with a $1 million will be on the line for eligible Fortnite players with broadly distributed payouts. Ultimately, the top 100 solo players and top 50 duo teams from around the world will take place in the Fortnite World Cup Finals in New York City from July 26th to July 28th. And here... Uh, sorry, 28th. Here, a 30 million pool prize 
uh, is up for grabs. Each participant will be guaranteed at least fifty thousand uh, dollars, while the solo cup champions will earn a cool three million. Guys, talk about this while I mute myself, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's actually really, really ridiculous amount of money up for grabs for people right now. Uh, First, I want to say risk. Learn how to write because he put in. The prize, the pool, no, he didn't even put pool prize. He just right? put he just prize put, was a hundred million, which would have been yeah, crazy. Also, get whoever wins gets hundred million. Yeah. They're set up for yeah. a life. The grandkids. Also, get rescued, little bugger. Yeah, also, get, that's disgusting. I agree with you. Risk, risk, risk. For those who don't know, risk taker on my Twitch chat. He was like, "Fortnite plans come with a hundred million." I was like, "What?" And then we saw yeah. the link. Like, oh, okay, makes more sense now. Um, but this is amazing, right? This is as much yeah. as I thought Fortnite was obviously on the decline which i do think it still is but this is just going to make people want to play even more and train and stuff like that yeah um this is no money to to shy away from this is a lot of money and i think in my head i might have underestimated how much fortnite actually made like i knew it made a lot of money but this is this is another level yeah um you'd also have to imagine that sponsors are putting money into it as well to have yeah, red bull yeah. whatever whatever and that goes to the prize pool and venue and all that um but yeah even not- even taking that into account a hundred million dollars you know squads the first place in squad gets 30 million dollars split amongst five people and then whoever they're uh they might have a four people not five um whoever yeah. the, they might have a coach they might have the team whoever they're signed to whatever whatever, whatever. yeah yeah like um, crazy it's- Esports, uh, it's insane the amount of money people get on that, and they work their asses off for it. Uh, watch the one. There's like multiple documentaries on Netflix and everything out there that the one that showed like the true rise of it. What was absolutely fantastic and interesting just to see how it is, and well, go for it. Why the hell not? If this is how it is, Fortnite's it's probably the biggest game right now. Yeah. It all still, even yeah. though it is declining a bit, it's still the biggest game worldwide. I think it's going to be the biggest game for at least another year minimum for me personally. And yeah, go for it. Why the hell not? If this is what it is, go for it. Well, yeah, because yeah. you've got stuff like this. You've got uh, Twitch Rivals, which we'll talk about, which is another tournament thing that they do now, Twitch Stars, which is on different games. They're going on Apex right now. But um, it's yeah. just really interesting to see these these. Again, if you call them athletes or whatever it is you call them, but these these gamers that are top level professionals that train day in day out, um, just like a footballer, and they can win some serious cash, which is amazing. So, yeah. Um, next up, Fallout seventy six. I know we're talking about this. Uh, twenty nineteen roadmap details, content seasons, major spring update uh fallout 76 has now been out for a hundred days um and bethesda has a surprise has a surprise in store for those still playing the studio has unveiled the 2019 roadmap for fallout 76 which introduces three large content drops scheduled throughout the year the fallout the full map roadmap can be found on fallout 76 website but we've outlined the details Thank you, Ajia. On March 12th, Fallout is getting a, its wild... You're going to have to help me with that word. Appentia? Appalachia. Appalachia. Appalachia expansion, Appalachia. which includes... Again, I was going to try to sound that out, but it's a podcast. Uh, includes two new quests and a game mode. The quests... There's a bunch of quests coming in the game. Um, is anyone, anyone still playing this? 
Um, I never played it, so <laughs> I haven't either. Um, I think it's like great it baffles me a... when you. Yeah. Go on, go, go on, on. mode. Sorry. No, I was gonna say it baffles me when you said. 100 days? That was like, has it really been just 100 days yeah. since this came out? Um, <laughs> yeah. Damn! <laughs> I think, uh... Yeah. There's definitely people playing. There was a... Of course. Guy who got banned after 900 hours because he had too much ammo. I don't know if you read this. I did read yeah. the story, but it didn't really yeah. fit in the news. But yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd mention it that. here. Which was, what does that mean? What? Why? Do you know why? Because he, he had, had two accounts. They probably... No, he had too much ammo. Didn't That's he? what I, I read. I didn't read the full story, so it could be he had two accounts. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Which just, if you want to know more, I would suggest reading into it. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of funny they banned somebody who put 900 hours into their game. It's like, um, you supported the game. No, thank you. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. 900 hours, too many. Too many hours. <laughs> they were just trying to help him out, so... surely. Um, obviously, there's another new mode, obviously, which we already know, which is the survival, the PvP part stuff, which should have been there since day one, which is what we were uh -oh. talking about since day one. Chris, remember when I was excited for this game? Yeah, I, I was like confused. I was like, I, I don't know what this. I, I I don't know what this game is trying to be. I still don't know what this game is trying to be. Does it want to be Rust? Does it want to be Fallout with friends? And it, it wants to be a mixture of all of them, which is the worst thing to do. When you've got your fingers in too many pies, none of the pies come out cooked. Weird yep. analogy, but, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> Question. Yes. Do we think, because uh, to what I know, you might know different that they haven't announced it, do you think they're going to be an E3 this year? And as Bethesda. a conference. Yes, as I a conference. I don't know anything, um, but yes, I do. Probably, I'd imagine, right? I mean, I don't see why not anymore. Um, especially yeah. when PlayStation go in, they can just do themselves. Even if they don't do something at E3, I think they will do some sort of showcase. I know that they did their... Um, last year was the big one, obviously, with the band and all that stuff. I don't think they'll do that. I think it will be more along the lines of um, what they did the year before that, which was the um, Fallout. Oh, the... the, the, the yeah, which I think they'll do that, but maybe on a scaled back version, which means they don't need a big, big room. They don't need to have a stage, yeah. literally all digital. Just tune in on twitch.tv slash Bethesda for your E3 briefing. Why not? If yeah. they've got Bethesda, something, Bethesda why not? Direct. Yeah, exactly. Exact, Basically. I generally think most companies will do that. Yeah, so, it's smart. It's really smart. Apex Legends, it worked for Apex Legends. They didn't have conference or anything. Just here's a teaser for like... 10 hours how long was it, it was like yeah ridiculous um, yeah and it worked so yeah oh 100 which um, is like cool so yeah I, I, moody yes i definitely think we see bethesda at e3 yeah <laughs> i can't believe we're getting to e3 again already <laughs> it's close. ridiculous dude Very close. um well, no well, we were five months four months it will be here before you even know it yeah, yeah. <sighs> i won't have that hype moment again though when i did last year now i now i'm sort of deflated i don't have that that one game that would just send me off. What would send me off now? What would be... Resident Evil Nemesis or Resident Evil 8? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm trying to think outside of Resident Evil. Um, Metal Gear Solid oh, 1 remake. That would I be, would love that. That would be huge. I would love that. Um, what else? What else did I love? A little sidebar. Yeah, go on. Do we think that a, a Metal Gear Solid remake would be as good as the originals? No. Right, because you're missing the uh, unplug the controller, switch it here, and I all mean, that stuff, right? Just, it's not, it hasn't got Kojima. So it's not. True. Just, that, oh, man, that, I forget that. It doesn't matter. That yeah. is, no, 
it won't be. It yeah, won't be a like for like remake. Very that would point. be where it would. It wouldn't be for like Resident Evil. Yeah. It wouldn't be grand up and then change. It would be. Yeah. It would mm-hmm. literally be go in there, remake this. We need money. Pachinko machines are not selling well. So. <laughs> I'm a little sad now. I completely. Sorry. Uh, next story: Overkill's The Walking Dead has not been cancelled for PS4 and Xbox One, despite rumours suggesting the console version of the Overkill's The Walking Dead has been cancelled. One of the game's publishers has gone on record saying it has been postponed. Confirmed by uh, publisher 505 Games on Twitter, the company states, "We just wanted to uh, to clear the position on the Walking Overkill's The Walking Dead on console, and we can confirm the game has not been cancelled. Purely postponed. Whilst development is ongoing, we will share further news." Uh, as soon as possible. Cool. I liked yeah, the look yeah. of this game, and then I saw it on PC, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's bad. Damn it." Um, yeah. yeah, I had no interest in this whatsoever, and it's disappointing to hear that. Like, I know they come out and says it's not postponed and everything, but it's disappointing. Disappoint. I'm disappointed for the developers who have put their hard and the hard work into this, and that they basically didn't get any critical love didn't really get any money love that i know of mm-hmm. uh, from people buying it and they've got the, you got all of this and their poised don't even know what's going on themselves probably sadly yeah it sucks it does it sucks yeah. i mean walking dead we've spoken about it at, at length on both podcasts now but the walking dead just doesn't have that same name recognition i said to Haley the other day oh are we ever going to finish the walking dead she's like is that still on i'm like cool that answers that question for me <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, cool. It's all Michonne's leaving, so. Uh, well, yeah. Michonne, yeah, I've not even got that far. So I've got, I'm up to the episode before spoilers for The Walking Dead. La 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 la. I'm going to wait a second. Okay, you ready? Go. Um, Where Rick's about to die. That's the episode I'm on. But yeah. You sh- wow, Fix, you just well, spoiled that for me. I mean, wow, you- Fix. No, but I know what have happens. You- okay, then, okay. Which is ridiculous. Oh. That's why. That's literally why I didn't watch it. I was like, "You, you, nah, I'm done. I'm done." Yeah, it's it's a little interesting how how like how little the name share of Walking Dead is. How little once upon a time, yeah, it was, it was the biggest thing. It was the biggest crazy. thing. It was that and Breaking Bad, and then Game of Thrones came up and yep. sort of knocked everything out of place. Yep. Game of Thrones, Fortnite in this situation, <laughs> or Apex Legends. Which one do we? Which one are we Fortnite, consider? Fortnite. 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 Okay. Yeah, people can't, right now, people yeah. can't wait for that. Uh, yeah. Next up, Game of Thrones back this year. Yeah, see, people I'm love so it. excited. Oh, so excited. Yeah, no, don't care. Rockstar releases more details for Red Dead Online update coming next week. Does anybody care? I know I keep saying that, and I generally mean that, but like Fallout 76, I get it. It's got its hardcore audience. Obviously, there are people still playing Red Dead Redemption, but I'm talking about the panel here. Does anybody care about this new content? No. I totally thought no. this game was going to have me, and it didn't. Yeah. Um, we talked about, me and Jufix specifically talked about the online a lot. Like, oh, this game will come out. We'll play the online. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll be in it from the beginning so that when it gets to the annoying part where we don't go and play GTA, <laughs> yeah. we will be playing this game. Yeah. And um... uh, it sort of came out, and it was like, there's nothing. Yeah. Welcome to nothing. I... Thank you, Rockstar. Yeah, um. it's, it's weird. It's weird. It was such a... The beta was like, oh, it's going to be fine, and it wasn't fine. I was like, oh, 
Okay, this is yeah. strange. But the new content is here. So Rockstar has released new details for uh, Red Dead Online's update on February 26th, which is tomorrow, uh, which includes new free roam events, which it needed, uh, showdown modes, which I actually enjoyed, races, and its first batch of new weapons, clothing, and emotes. Uh, Fool's Gold will be added to the free roam events, which will let players complete compete for a uh, protective suit of golden armor. <sighs> Whoever takes down the player wearing the armor will earn points and will then be the wearer of the golden armor. Uh, there's some other modes getting added, like we just said. Wow. That sounds like the Thanos thing, what they did with Fortnite. Pretty much. It's that. It's uh, been game modes in Halo, Gears of oh, War. God. It's been. It's an old game mode. It's not anything <clears throat> new. It's not anything revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to add zombies? As soon as they add zombies, I'm back in. Like, the undead I stuff was amazing on Red Dead. Don't think they do anytime but soon. This is just like yeah. Casino all over again. Add more gambling You'll never get and it. add zombies. They'll, I want both. I'll hit that zombies fix, they'll never give it to you. If I want something, they never give it to me. It sucks. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Will you go back for this new content e-review? No. I never even played the online, and I haven't even finished Red Dead, and I don't intend to go back. Crash is the same the, for the story. Online missed it both for me. Yeah, oh man. You know what it is? I think the issue I have with the story is that I lied to myself that it's a fun game. Yep, and that you kept telling me it's not a fun game. I'm like, fix it's fun. What are you talking about? And then I was like, damn, this really is not a fun game. <laughs> and it just ruined like, is that... everything I built up in that game. It just like shattered. It came doubling so... down. I was throwing rocks in a glass house. So you're saying that <laughs> I ruined your experience? Yeah. Uh, I'm blaming you. <laughs> I achieved my mission here today, guys. Thank you very much. Come back next week for the next week's show. Um, next news story. Microsoft. Microsoft is reportedly set to unveil the new Xbox hardware during E3 2019. Before I start here, let's have a, let's have a conversation, Mooney, shall we? Because uh, you Mooney. decided to uh, go off on me on my YouTube comments. So why don't we just hash it out right here? Because you come for me. Swing. So, go swing, Fix. Swing at him. I do another show called uh, My Xbox and Me, which is uh, obviously an all-Xbox <sighs> podcast. Uh, Mr. Moody, die-hard fan, listens to everything we do here, which is amazing. Fantastic. Shout out to Moody. Shout out. Fantastic man. Fantastic man. Slept in the same room as him. You can be trusted. <laughs> what I will say is I don't appreciate you being in my YouTube comments, Mr. Moody, and saying things like, this show and the From the Gamer show are exactly the same. I can't make up the news, mate. Do you want me to remove all Xbox news from this show? Is that what you want? What would you rather happen, Moody? Help me out here. You've got a ghost behind you. I haven't got a ghost behind <laughs> you. Slowly open. <laughs> no, come on. What would you rather happen then? Come on. I'm just giving it suggestions. That's all I'm doing. Oh, oh, now do what you want. Now you've got a platform to put out your suggestions. You're ready to, to speak hear up. The You're a typical YouTube commenter. When it you comes, can, let me finish. Let me finish. Can, can I say? No, no, let me say. Let me say. Get him, Moody. Oh, Drag him. Here we go. When it comes go. to the, uh, when it comes to this type of big, this big story for Microsoft, I think it should only be on my Xbox and me personally. Uh, it's easy to your podcast. Do you do what the hell you want. I'm going to. Don't you worry. You've got a lot of stories this week where you could have had kept this one on with one of my Xbox and me one. So question, buddy. Do you not want to hear my opinion on this? That's what I was about to say. Or whoever's on the show yeah. other than Crash. Yeah. 
<laughs> he doesn't just dig in my fucking because grave. To be fair, <laughs> when we tend to talk about these these stuff, Fix is very light in what he says. I and Chris has noticed, and that it's mostly I do, me I, and the guest I who always... really go in on it. And Fix is like, okay, let's move on when we're done talking. Uh, so it's not a repeat this. of content. You can't say that, Moody. <laughs> And, and Snowbite Mike gives you such a unique experience and such a unique take on his own uh, perspective on Xbox news that I feel like the shows are still very different. <laughs> Moody can't even... It's all red it. now. <laughs> he got called that live on the show. He's like, oh God, what do I do? All right, let's, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Okay. Let's go again on this. Ready? I didn't expect that. <laughs> Microsoft reportedly, uh, reportedly set to unveil new Xbox hardware during E3 2019. New reports suggest that Microsoft will unveil two new Xbox hardware platforms during E3 2019 and that Halo Infinite will launch alongside them. Reported by French site, the project... Uh, the Project Scarlet family of next-gen hardware will allegedly be revealed at E3 2019 and are scheduled to launch by the end of 2020. The site claims that rumours uh, that Scarlet's... Uh, Sorry, that Scarlet consists of two platforms, a weaker Lockhart version and a more po powerful Anaconda console. Uh, so this is all stuff that we've heard before. I'm going off on a little bit here, so it's interesting. Uh, they are also uh, true that there could be an alignment with Nintendo, which we've already spoken about. The next-gen rumoured specs for the Lockhart are the CPU, custom 8 cores, 16 Zen thread, 2 GPU, custom... NAVI 4 plus teraflops, RAM 12 gigabytes of GDR, uh, GG, sorry, GDDR6 memory, storage 1 terabyte NVM, 1 plus gigabytes of SSD uh, hard drive. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you all, I don't even know what half of that shit means, so whatever. Let's go into the Anaconda specs, which is the CPU is a custom 8-core, 16 Zens. Oh, mate, that's huge. Uh, two GPU customs NAVI, 12 teraflops. Jeez. Uh, RAM is 16 gig and uh, of GDR, uh, GDDR6 memory, 1 terabyte NVMe, and 1 gigabyte of SSD hard drive space. Chris, you're a fucking nerd. What does this mean? One's more powerful than the other. I know that much. Does this mean <laughs> anything to us? Uh, I don't. I don't know the specs on the One X, to be honest. So I can't really say how big of an upgrade it would be. Okay. Um, Is it better than my PC? Yet? Than your PC? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I would. I would assume not. If anything, it would probably be more on par with your PC. Okay. Um. This is cool. Two different models always good to give gamers options. Do you think so? The lockout is... one without a disc in it. What? Okay, so we'll get to that, yeah, which is, in addition to Sorry. this Halo... No, you're fine. Uh, Halo Infinite uh, announced uh, at 2018 will probably be a launch title. These new consoles uh, but also available uh, on Xbox One last... Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I've done a really poor job there, and I apologize. But will also be available on Xbox One. Lastly, Ninja Furies, one of Microsoft's newly acquired studios, will allegedly release a new game in early 2020, which would likely be for the Xbox One rather than the Scarlet Editions. Uh, Furrow 
published uh, a similar report claiming that the Scarlet console would be unveiled at E3 2019 and claims that it will reportedly launch in the fall of 2020 alongside Halo Infinite, which allegedly has more RPG elements than prior Halo titles. Thorot claims that Microsoft likely won't discuss pricing at E3 2019, which is very smart, and that the company is starting to lock down what else will be announced during its keynote. Of course, these will still remain rumours and nothing surrounding the alleged Lockhart and Anaconda have been confirmed to be true. Yes, Moody, to go into it. Uh, so the the rumour is the Anaconda is the beefy console um, with a disc drive and all that and the um, Lockhart is the one that's going to be discless. So pricing will be very different. I think it's definitely a smart idea to unveil the new hardware at E3. You have got the world looking at you. Why no Sony there as well. That? No Sony. It's lit. That's what I mean. Is that everything is you? This is the perfect place to do it. Um, it needs to be. It needs to be short, concise, and about games. So I need to know. I want it to come out and be like launch titles: Halo, Ninja Fury's new game, um, and uh, Playgrounds Fable game. Perfect. That's what I need. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm really interested in new hardware. I'm not bored of my ex. I don't think it's underpowered or anything like that. Um, but I'm really interested to see what these new consoles can do. New hardware is always cool. It, it gets um, everyone talking. It gets us all excited. It, we're at the end of the life cycle, which we knew. 2020 sounds about right for a new console, which I'm okay yeah. with. Um, which means the X would have been on the market for f- three, three years. years. Yeah. Yeah, three. With the Xbox One as a console. By the time own. the new consoles, by the time new consoles come out, it'll be four years. Which I think is pretty fair. To be yeah. honest, to the X, um, but yeah, I would. Are you guys excited for new hardware? Will you pick up an Xbox, Anaconda, or Lockhart day one? Moody, we'll start with you. Depends on my financial situation. If I can afford, um, going all digital, I will yeah. probably go to the the Lockhart. Got ya. But if i still have to do what i do with my, what i do now is that's rent with boomerang games yeah. um i will probably have to go the more expensive console just so i can do the disc still yeah. it all to bend but i won't lie if i can financially support it, i'll probably buy a bloody both and give one give the digital one to my partner or something <laughs> <you know? laughs> um all sounds great all sounds great it sounds like they're doing the nintendo model where they're gonna have a big beefy triple a game for them to throw out straight away, like what Nintendo did with Zelda and everything. Yeah. And I'll be very surprised if they don't have another big game to drop oh, um, I think sometime be... by April 2021. Yeah. Three to six months, months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we see a Playground Fable game. Fable rebooted. That would uh, be... Alongside Halo Infinite. Alongside they're going to need some sort of uh, something to show off the tech, always need a tech piece, which Halo will do a great job. Fable probably won't because the art style, I'd assume. Um, yeah. We'll get a Forza game, I'd assume. Um, Forza is the tech piece right there. And then, Look how much yeah. better it looks. Exactly. Um, you can see all the fibers in the chair now. <laughs> Look at the fingerprint <laughs> on the wheel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The um. sprays up on the car. Look at it. Um, we're not car people here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think this, this obviously it seems cool, it seems amazing. It's rumors at this point, so we have to wait for things to start getting confirmed and stuff. Oh. But you you want to get a you want to get a hot theory? Yes, please. This isn't a theory I really believe in, but I I could see the possibility. You know how Microsoft's having a weaker console? Yep. 
Microsoft Nintendo console. The, the lock be nasty i don't think it'll happen no, but... no way because <laughs> there is a rumor of the new switch model and then there's this the two different uh no. levels no. i don't think it happens yeah. but it'd be yeah, cool yo well. nintendo reach out everything. to microsoft please yeah whatever um, <laughs> uh... um anything else to add before we move on boys bring it on i can't wait to see what they show really like it just like we're already in february and we're already talking about a3 <laughs> how that's that's how it always is we already start we start hearing things we get even closer we're going to be hearing more things and yeah bring it on can't wait to see what they do last year was probably arguably their best e3 yeah they could top it this year yeah so, I agree. halo being an rpg game just makes me think it's going to be a games of service Would watch out like? anthem Next up, Xbox Game Pass, which I've moved the stories around, sorry. Xbox Game Pass could be coming to the Nintendo Switch, according to the latest rumours. According to reports from Direct Feed Games, uh, collaborated by Game Informer, Microsoft is looking to partner with Nintendo to bring Xbox Game Pass, its Netflix for games-style subscription service, to the Switch, bringing the entire library of titles available on that platform with it. Alleged... Apparently, Microsoft plans to use its highly uh, advanced xCloud streaming technology to allow Xbox Game Pass games, may, uh, many of them which are too powerful to run native on the Switch, uh, to be playable um, on Nintendo's portable console. The idea of Gears of War 5 operating on the Switch may sound impossible. That said, many Xbox Game Pass games could in theory run natively on the Switch and a direct feed game, uh, games also mentions that Microsoft wants to publish some of its exclusive titles on Switch, including uh, including the rumours of Game Pass, including the critically acclaimed Ori in the Blind Forest. So we could be seeing games uh, game pass on there with a new console it seems like xbox have got a ton to imagine e3 set the stage e3 2019 they come out they start with a launch of a console with two consoles then they bring out mr bowser himself and he's like whoa mr bowser f reggie um kicks him in the nuts <laughs> tombstone power bombs phil spencer no i'm joking um comes out and he's like we have we partnered with xbox um we're going to be bringing game pass to switch starting now that will be huge um and here's the launch title games for what we'll be showing bah, 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 bah. could be amazing uh yeah yeah i imagine so if xbox has this much to show at e3 i think it's possible that sony might have like heard wind of what like xbox was kind of planning and like yeah we don't have enough to show at this e3 us just showing a console and like showing games that people already are knowing are coming out means we lose this. I'd rather wait and do our own thing um, I, I just later think, in the year. I think it's that. I think losing is definitely a thing that companies think about, even if they don't admit it to us. I think it yeah. also comes down to the fact of um, you've got to look at it logically, right? Which is a case of Microsoft have more money than Sony. Simple. Yeah. That's just simple math. And 100%. If Sony are not there, there's no reason for Microsoft not to be there. Like, there's no reason for both of them to drop out. If Microsoft dropped out first, I think Sony would have stayed. Because they oh, win the mind share. So, yeah. and if I agree with you, though, it's a case of Xbox could have a lot to show. So, so they've got all their new studios, um, which some of them had games already in production, which maybe they've made now exclusive. Um, they've got new hardware to show they've got partnerships to share with nintendo maybe like it could be a huge year for both nintendo and xbox but 
Xbox could really control the market with what they're doing. So, could be cool. They saw how powerful the mess control and the message at the beginning of this generation was. That's why PlayStation basically Even... wiped the floor for a long yes. time. Still Even does. the PS3 generation, like the PS3, did horrible when it first launched because yeah, people didn't like what the P- what Sony was offering. Was yeah, it? I didn't mm-hmm. add it. I didn't add it to the news, but the rumors were that Call of Duty could be going back to its marketing rights to Xbox because um, their deal was apparently up. There's rumors of that going around. If they can literally be like, our games are on the Switch, buy a Game Pass. Here's our new hardware. We've now partnered with FIFA, Madden, Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty um, and all the others like where they can't go wrong right that, that seems like their best bet right now I think the yeah. only way they go wrong is if for the streaming service it's charged for and it's an expensive service which I don't think Microsoft are very fairly priced with Game Pass yeah. I think. so I um, really don't think they're going to out They've got other competition in that. They haven't, not with Sony, but with Google and with... Right. Uh, Google's probably the big one, and there's a few other people a who are others. messing like, around with it. All they need to do is beat them, really, yeah. on their prices. For the streaming service, yeah, 100%. I think, I think £10 a month would be dope. I don't think yeah. it would be that cheap. I think it's probably going to be more in the range of £15. They need to yeah. offer a yearly subscription, a six-month for subscription, both. a three-month subscription. That's what they have to do. For all of their A services, yearly 100%, yeah. They have to. Um, so I don't know why they just don't add it in with um, games with gold and just make that price a little bit bit more expensive just for a year. It'd be a l- it'd be a lot more expensive. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. You have people who always get because games. you're still doing the same thing. If you, especially if you throw in the months or the year thing, what you're saying, you're still gonna have to buy both. Yeah, putting them in put them in together, you might be able just to just lower it that little bit more just to see out. Oh, it's cheap. It's Better to combine them both think about, instead of having them separate. Okay, but think about it like this, Moody. You can't live really without Xbox Gold, but you can live without the streaming service. And I'll think about even my, my circumstances right now of um, my money goes up and down, is yo-yoing like crazy, being a, a streamer full-time or a content creator full-time. Um, if I can't afford Gold one month, that's okay. And I can just not play online. If they bundle it in and I can't afford Gold... Because they put it up to, let's say I pay for it, I pay for it yearly. It goes from sixty pound a year to one hundred and twenty pound a year because I get the streaming thing. I haven't got one hundred and twenty pounds, but I have the sixty. Yeah. So they can't just bundle it. it. Doesn't work that way. Yeah, and then even if it is bundled, but it's also oh, there's a bundle here, but it's also separate. Yeah. Um, if yeah, they yeah. lead with that, it also becomes muddy. Muddy boy. It becomes muddied in Market. the uh, the messaging and marketing. That's something you add later. It's like, that's oh, people have been asking for this. We finally have it, a bundled price that's slightly lower or whatever, yeah. whatever. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up, Apex Legends. We had, we had to talk about it, otherwise Crash would have cried. Uh, new gun <laughs> and Twitch Rivals <laughs> announced. Uh, Twitch Prime members can now get a new Pathfinder skin and five Apex packs. The rules launched alongside the second half of the Apex Legends Twitch Rivals event, featuring 48 streamers rivaling that for 200k prize pool. And the new Havoc weapon is now out. Chris, did you get to use the new weapon? No, I haven't played Apex Legends since the new weapon dropped. Damn. Anthem. You're a scrub. Yeah, I'm I'm a fake Apex Legends fan. Facts. Honestly, uh, a little a little bit of a, a small rant. Oh, uh, the go. game needs solos and duos. Uh, the more popular the game got, the worse the randoms got. The more frustrated I got when I was trying to play it because the randoms do not know what they're doing. 
I love you, EA. Well, not EA. Uh, Respawn. Add I solos can. and duos, please. Yeah. Um, that way I can just play with Fix and uh, I'm not we can spin around like staring at the clouds. Yeah, could be. Partner with Xbox and again. And... Announce it there. Boom. Oh, they're Possibly. only free. Oh, they're only free. I forgot about that. They got their own thing. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they could literally just say it's out after this conference. Yeah, that, and that would be a big one, to be fair. So. Yeah. It might be a little too far out to hold that, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, last story this week, which is actually a really big one, I think, for what Epic is doing, which is Epic is considering a respawn mechanic for Fortnite Battle Royale, which I think is the one thing that their competitors have over them, right? Is the respawn. So during a Reddit AMA, uh, several Epic Games designers uh, took to their keyboards to answer some questions from Fortnite fans. The designer discussed uh, the possibility of adding respawn mechanics to Fortnite uh, Battle Royale. Quote, we've been considering this mechanic for a while and have been exploring it. A producer uh, a producer by the name of Rez... RZD Live said, we want to make sure we give it time give it time it needs and fully understand its impact on the game as a whole. Uh, look further look for further updates uh, during Fortnite Season 8. I love the respawns in Apex. I think it's yeah. a really good mechanic for everybody. I don't know if it works in Fortnite though. Yeah. Um. So I was on the interwebs after this happened oh. and a lot of, I saw on Reddit and other places, a lot of people were like I don't know if this works in Fortnite. I don't want this. And then people responded, well, then they could make it a side game mode. Yep, that would be good. Yeah, That'd but the good. issue is if it's a side game mode, the people it would have attracted leave again once it's out of rotation. I, I don't stopped think... playing as soon as they took away my uh, no build. No building. <laughs> oh, man, that mode was... That was so fun. So good. Fortnite, yep. bring it back, man. Just um, keep it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's how we are. Make three modes. One the regular, one no building, and one with respawn. Yeah. And then a fourth one with respawn. With respawns, no building. Oh, man. We're doing your job for you, Epic. We've done it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think this is a tr tricky subject. I do think they're doing the smart thing. They're not just throwing it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll it's, this is a tricky one. I don't really know would, enough about. Would respawns get you to play more Moody, uh, Fortnite, or still no interest? No interest at all. Like, I've got a Apex Legends downloaded. I just haven't even played it. <laughs> I haven't touched it whatsoever. There's been Moody's so waiting much for out, solos. Like... So yeah, Moody's, Moody's oh. so... Respawn, get on it. You want Moody playing, right? Deals <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. of the week this week. That'll Feb be funny. February's games with gold. You've got uh, on Xbox One, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon from February 1st to February 28th, and Super Bomberman R from February 16th to March 15th. On the 360, you have got Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, um, and you have... Sorry, my TV's trying to turn itself off. Great. Uh, and you have on the PlayStation, you have For Honor, Hitman Season 1. Want to give a shout-out to Abby, real quick, who works at Sumo Digital. She sorted me out with a copy of Hitman uh, season, the new season, or Hitman 2, sorry, I should say. So thank you, Abby. Uh, congratulations, obviously. Uh, Gunhouse and Rogue Ace. And on the PS3, you've got Dive Kick and Metal Gear Solid 4. PS3 are Gunhouse and Rogue Aces and Dive Kick all cross-play. Epic Game Store, you have Thimbleweed Park available for free on the Epic Store uh, until March 7th. From now until March 7th. 
So pff, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Crash, we'll start with you. What you got to plug this week, my friend? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Crush Nick. Every morning from 7 to 9 my time, I'm doing morning anthem streams. If you guys want to hang out, that would be for you guys in the UK. It would be 12 to 2, Sounds I'm right. pretty sure. Sounds right. Um, And then normal streams later on in the day. I'm sure I'll be playing with Figs plenty. And my Twitter, at Crush Nick Plays. Whoa! I don't even like it. Do I have uh, too many oranges for you now? Too many. Is that what it is? Way too many oranges. I gave you the secret. Too many yeah, oranges. I'll try. Uh, hang okay. tight now. I wonder if she's gonna be like, "I'm from time, boy." Let's go. Moody, uh, we got to plug this week. She... Go on. Sorry. YouTube.com/slash Outerlies Podcast, where you can check out my glorious movie show podcast, where we drop every Wednesday and Saturday. Two days. The next episode that will drop this Wednesday will be talking, recapping the entire Oscars event. I haven't watched it yet because my partner says wait until I get home, and I don't even know who's won. Oh, I do. Do not say anything. Don't say anything, please. She will kill me. Should we tell <laughs> that that movie won, fix? I'm muting this now. No, oh, I didn't realize you didn't know. I thought you already knew. I'm leaving. Interesting. Okay, I won't say anything. Uh, guys, remember to find me twitch.tv slash mcfixer. If you have that Amazon Prime, you have that Twitch Prime. Eldozo, I'm calling you out, son of a gun. How long have you had Twitch Prime and not linked your accounts? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You better not have just got it. You better have just got it. Otherwise, I'm coming for you. But other people, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. I tell you what, I'll make you a deal. If you don't want to link the accounts, let me know you've got Twitch Prime. I will make a bunch of fake accounts, and you can just link it to that account, and I'll do it every 30 days. No problem. No problem. No problem. Also, patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, that keeps the lights on. That's the monthly. That's what keeps us going. Thank you to everyone supporting over there. Um, we're going to have some new goals going up. And this Saturday, I'm doing a, a stream for mar uh, for merch. So we're going to launch our merch store this Saturday on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um, haven't got a time yet, so just keep an eye out on my Twitter and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to give away my Xbox and Me t-shirt. We're going to launch uh, a couple my Xbox and Me merch where you can buy it from Streamlab store. Uh, I support MC Fixer t-shirt and a Fixer logo t-shirt. And then once a month, we're going to start doing limited edition runs of t-shirts, hopefully. So fingers crossed. That what is that again? That is on Saturday. This Saturday. Yes, I'm prepared then. Yes, I can get some new ones. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> until then, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Moody, Crash, thank you so much. Goodbye. Boy. Bye, guys.